But you could tell put it with this guy. He put it in his phone calendar. Put it, yo, I am ghosting Shanice on this day. No matter what. On this day, I'm never talking to Shanice again. Hello everybody and welcome to my podcast. If you're new here, I hope you like what you hear and stay for the long haul. And for my returning listeners, first of all, thank you. The love and feedback and the criticism that I received from the previous um, episode was just amazing and overwhelming. Welcome back to Omalawian, by the way. And thank you very much for, you know, tuning in again. It, it means a lot to me. It means so much. I mean, to my 24 audience is thank you so today's episode it's 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 a bit juicy yeah i mean it's 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 juicy it's tasty it's nice it's it's hilarious it's hectic it's it's a lot and at this point i am convinced that my love life is just a complete and utter mess i mean ah you're nothing doing if we're being honest nothing doing it's terrible bro it's everywhere it's so it's so messy so you know put like you know and it probably has something to do with a childhood trauma that i have but we're not going to unpack that today you know we're never going to unpack that we're just gonna tuck it in some way and just like hide it lock it and like swallow the key and you know move on with our lives and as you've guessed it um today i'll be talking about another instance in my relationship life and the gist that comes with it well not necessarily an instance and more like a phase a phase that i had with this person and no it's not one of my whole phases no it's just a normal phase that i had with a person please We'll talk about my whole faces one of these days. And I have so many, not so many faces, so many stories. Jesus Christ. I have so many, I have so many stories of my whole faces. I think I've had like two whole faces, if we're being honest. I had one in 2018. Oh, that was a bad one. Yo, that was, eh. <laughs> I had one in 2018. And then I had another one in 2019. So if, if, we look, if we think about it, I think the first whole face just sort of, connected with the 2019 whole phase because i mean i had like a break i was seeing someone i'm sorry i'm trailing off i was seeing someone in january 2019 so i sort of stopped being a hoe but then after that i i i was a hoe again so yeah i'm going to tell you stories about that time after that i think i stopped time whole faces and just accepted goody if you were a hoe I mean, at this point of life, the streets, are, the streets are the streets, man. I mean, gotta do what you gotta do, you know. Anyway, um, without any further ado, let's get to the story. I hope you guys enjoy it. All right, listen, listen. In all my dating life, yeah, I've been ghosted one too many times, so much. I mean, yo, it's ridiculous at this point. I've been, eh, sure, I've been ghosted too much. But never have I ever been ghosted this disrespectfully. Because uh, you, you could tell Woody is premeditated. And usually when you're ghosting a person, okay, I want to stop talking to her within this range. But you could tell Woody with this guy, he put it in his phone calendar. Woody, yo, I am ghosting Shanice on this day. No matter what, on this day, I'm never talking to Shanice again. I mean, after this day, I'm never talking to Shanice again. And... 
that's a little disrespectful if you think about it. I mean, you could have handled it a little bit better, but okay. So this starts starts in this starts 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 start. The story, <laughs> the story starts in 2019, as do all my failed relationships start. Starts in 2019 December. Now, Bob, shit, I was about to mention his name. Yo, <laughs> Bob had just ghosted me. And told me that he didn't want to be with me anymore. He ghosted me in like October. And there was a period of like a month of like obsession and drunk texting. And all that things that you do after someone ghosts you. And then in November. Well early December. That's when he told me. I, I really don't want to be with you anymore. After I'd confronted him. Of course. He was like. Yeah I, I don't want to be with you. So I was I was heartbroken. I was sad. I was distraught actually. Because I had never been told that they, someone didn't want to be with me anymore at that point so it was surprising for me but i wasn't in the right headspace to meet another person you know so when i met this person i just just didn't do it for me at the time we met um Beirut, this common joint in longer i don't know if you guys know it i don't know if it's still there because the last time i heard they were um shutting it down um, it was this place where you'd go there and smoke. She was like 2.5. It was pretty cheap. You'd go there and smoke, hang out with your friends, and then, you know, leave and go drink or something like that. So a good friend of mine, we're going to call him Ryan, invited his friend, Lannister, the main character, Mr. Lannister. He invited Mr. Lannister over. We're okay, my friends and I, we're going to the shindig. You should come through. And he came through. So we're there. We're vibing. We're having a great time. You know, we're smoking different flavors we're laughing you know things are going great and he comes to me and he's like you're Shanice you know I think you're pretty you have a pretty smile pretty sure he didn't say that but I'm just guessing <laughs> you have a pretty smile um I like your vibe you know he was so sweet and nice and I was like thank you he's like yeah I think we should get to know each other and I was like, um, if that's what you want, like, if you want something else, I'm sorry, I can't give it to you because, you know, I'm not in the right headspace. I told him, I told him that I didn't want to, you know, because first of all, I didn't have time. I mean, I did have the time. I just didn't want to. And I was heartbroken and I just didn't want to. So I felt to mention, Goody, the reason why we were any longer during December was because um, in November... Polly had caught on fire. We were at school from October to November. Polly had caught on fire and we had to come back home. Yeah, I think it was one of the hostels. Niga, not even, not even I think. I know it was Niga. Niga hostel caught on fire because of um, the police, I believe. I hope I don't get arrested. Damn. What had happened was, um, I think it was Zamadzi. Oh, wait, no. It was the first years of Zamadzi and Zina. Um, the first, no, the feast, the first, the first years, um, had a little de demo because their hostels, so management wasn't doing anything about it. So they went on the streets and demonstrated and neighbor, neighbor, one and then say throwing tear gas, what, what. So one of the cans, I think they're called canisters. I don't know. One of the cans, um, they threw it into the windows, uh, Bole, like the hostel, Yaniga. And I think with the gas and the spark that occurs when two surfaces, you know, when they hit and collide, when there's friction, you know, there's a spark, heat. So the gas and the heat just sort of whew, save fire. 
So we had to come back home. So in December we're at home. So this was the time when December the time when this guy when I met this guy and he asked me out and I said no. So I'd been curving him from December, January, November was school, February we're at school, and at this point I had forgotten about him. Like I'd curved him so much I had forgotten who Lannister was. At this point, it was prime time Bob. It was his time to shine. He was shining. It was Bob's time. He was having a great time destroying my life, you know? So January, February, March, April, when we went back home, I had decided, you know what? I'm not going to let this man ruin my life. So I totally cut Bob off. I mean, not totally because I still had his number and I didn't block him on the social medias, but I wasn't talking to him. So... I decided to be single for the first time in a very long time. Like single single. Like I wasn't having any argument with anyone. I wasn't having a thing with anyone. It was just me, myself and I. And it was boring. It was boring and annoying. So we're back at home. We're obviously hanging out with us and Orion and Lannisters and the whole squad, you know, the whole gang, gang, gang. So I started recognizing Mr. Lannister and he was still recognizing me. He was still coming for me, you know, and this time I wasn't curving. He'd flirt with me, I'd flirt back, you know, and one thing led to another and I said catching feelings. You know, when you flirt for the sake of flirting, you never know what you're going to get out of it. And for some reason, when you flirt because you're bored, you're really good. But when you flirt because you have to flirt, you trash. And that was really good. I was on fire. We were having a great time. The flirtation was, you know, top three. It was top tier. So um, I said catching feelings. I said hanging out a little bit more. But when we were hanging out, it was more of um, a group setting. So I wouldn't go to a place if he wasn't there. And he wouldn't go to... No, that's a lie. He would definitely go to places even if I wasn't there. That's a lie. I was about to lie to you guys. I'm sorry. I would never lie to you guys. So <laughs> this one time... We went to this lodge um, by Mjinji Road. When we were going there, we to ethnic lodge. But when we arrived, I mean, anyway, it turns out this ethnic lodge was called Kubuinja Lodge. And that's where my father found out, I drink alcohol and I do boys. But that's a story for another day. It was embarrassing and hectic. But as I say, that's a story for another day. We also went hiking this one. Oh my God. I almost died. I almost died for this nigga. We went hiking. Um, Bunda Hill. Man, Peter Bunda. Bunda. Imagine. I, I can't just call it Bunda. I'm just going to call it Bunda. We went hiking Bunda. And the thing about Bunda is that it's very steep. Yeah. It's very steep. There's no like flat areas where you can just walk on a flat surface. You always have to go up. You're always going up. And... Whew, that was tiring on its own. Plus, it's rocky. Like, it doesn't have the... It doesn't have a lot of soil. Like, you know how the ground profile, it's like um, different types of soils and then like a rock. Bunda Mountain is more of a rock and then maybe surrounding soils and vegetation. So, you know, Sunanga, I'm not a sporty person. I don't work out. I don't run. I don't, I don't do anything that involves me moving my body in different ways and that creates sweat. I didn't have the right shoes for hiking. So the shoes <laughs> the shoes that I wore were not grippy enough. I'm pretty sure you guys can tell well where this is heading. You guys can tell where this is heading. So 
And the thing about me, I don't, I don't understand the euphoria behind going up a mountain and then, you know, seeing the views. I, I hate that. I hated it. I wanted to get down so fast. So we went up Bunda Mountain. Well, it's not a mountain. We went up Bunda. Uh, we took pictures. We had a great time. So on our way back now. So apparently when you're going down a mountain, you're not supposed to lean forward. You're supposed to lean back. And then your friend here was leaning forward. So when we're going down, I was in front. I was usually in the back, but I don't know how I got into the front. I got to the front. So I was going down and then I tumbled. I tumbled in the sense that I fell head first. And then when I was falling down, like continuously now, my bum was on the like surface of the hill, you know, the surface of Bunda. So it's like really I tumbled and then I kept on sliding. And for like a good two to three minutes, I kept on sliding. And I need you to understand how long two to three minutes is. I kept on sliding and yo, my heart, I, yo, my life. I knew it was the end. I could feel it. And I did understand why it was the end until I just stopped. And then I stopped. And for like a good 60 seconds, that's what I mean, 30 seconds, um, the world was quiet. Until someone started laughing in the background. I mean, because in such such a such a situation, what else are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to um, be sad? No, you're supposed to laugh and make a story out of it. So that's what we did. They laughed at me. I laughed too, but I was laughing because of the pain. I needed to succumb the pain, so that I was using laughter to like you know conquer my pain. I'm going to use the word conquer because that's how deep it is. I had to conquer the pain because it was very painful. My bum was sliding on the rocky surface of Bunda. Bunda. My bum my bum was sliding on the rocky surface of Bunda. So that was a lot. So yeah, I almost died for this guy. I need you to understand how much I liked him. I went hiking. I did something that I didn't like for a boy. Almost died even for a boy. And yet he ghosted me. Anyway, going on. Um... So after that, obviously, we got a lot more close. And this time we went hanging out with others or hanging out together as, you know, I don't know what we were. I guess we're in a talking stage again. So we're hanging out, we're getting closer, we're flirting, we're doing the nasties, you know, bumping private parts. And this was in June. So now... um my friends knew that I was with this person, you know? So this was June. No, this was May, June. And then towards the end of June, the thing is, Montumazo, you know when something's about to come to an end. And I could tell, this guy's heart isn't in it anymore. And I, I just decided to like brush it off, but ish. I should have um, confronted it at that instant and to now because of that every time i feel like someone's heart isn't in it i confront them i'm like bro what's up especially if my heart is in it if my heart isn't in it then you know i won't say anything because then let things fade and end but if my heart is in it if my heart is in it and yours isn't then yeah i'm, I'm going to i'm going to confront you these days but back then i wasn't doing that because i don't know i was scared would you tell me what he didn't like me anymore or he didn't want me <sighs> ptsd bro so two weeks later after I'd noticed Gucci, his heart isn't in it anymore. Um, 
he told me he was like your Shanice we need to talk I remember it was on a he said on a Sunday he told me on Sunday he was like Shanice I need to talk to you but I need to talk to you in person I was like okay let's meet tomorrow now the thing about Mr. Lannister was that um he was working at the time so he would work from like 7 30 to 5 p.m in Macau Caliva you see and I'm a great and sure we won't I'm not gonna say where because now you're going to put two and two together and figure out who it is. I'm a great sure he would have to drive from Likuni to Gulliver to meet me, and that's like around five. And you know how Gulliver traffic, Gulliver, Lilongwe traffic is. So he would have to drive from Likuni to Gulliver to see me, and then have to go back to Air Fourteen to his home. So I mean, on on its own, that was tiring. So he wanted to come through and he used to work. Lord, he had a great body. Ooh, he used to work out. Yo, this man's body. Chef's kiss. Jesus Christ. Analinga. Wow. Let's just give some time and think about this man's body. Wow. Anyway, going on. I almost forgot that he was an asshole for a minute. Moving on. <laughs> um... Where was I? My my head is still filled with images of his body. What was I trying to say? Oh, those guys are too loud, bro. I need them to keep quiet. Um. Oh yeah. Uh. So he told me on Sunday evening, and I was like, okay, let's be tomorrow. And he couldn't make it on Monday because he had to go to the gym, and he was very tired, quote unquote. So I was like, okay, then. And then he was like, then I'll meet you on Tuesday. But I was like, nah, bro. I mean, you can't come to me and tell me, let's talk. And then we should reschedule. You're telling me whether it's through the phone. You're going to call me. You're going to text me. Nigga, you're going to VN me. I really do not mind. Just tell me what it is that's on your mind. And then he was like, oh, um, he called me. He's like, yeah, I just want to tell you that um, this is not going to work out. Because I am no longer interested in you anymore. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, it hurt. At least he didn't tell me he didn't want me. I mean, it's the same thing, but he didn't use those exact words. I was hurt, and I had to get over it because he was—he was a gentleman about it, you know. He—he—he—he he, he, he conquered his cowardly fears. Um, well, a man's cowardly fears of telling a person that you don't like them anymore, and just told me, and I didn't have to confront him this time, so. He told me, he was like, oh, I don't like you anymore. I'm sorry, I'm not interested, but I hope we're going to continue being as friends. And I accepted that idea because, first of all, he was tr true to me. He was honest. He told me how I was feeling. And because he told me how he was feeling, I knew how to move on, you know? And then, plus, you know, he was best friends with a very close friend of mine. So even if I was like, oh, we can't be friends, it would be awkward if we go to events and we're just there. So I accepted, let's be friends. And this was in July. I remember texting a friend of mine. I was like, bruh, he told me, let's talk. I, <laughs> I was so sad. But I wasn't as heartbroken as the time when Bob ghosted me. That was, that's a different heartbreak. But I cried, guys. My, my heart shattered but that's a story for another day bob is going to have his day he's going to have his day and i would say everything in detail everything moving on uh this was in july so luckily i had gotten an internship with a certain construction company and we had to work in zomba we were 
rehabilitating and building new irrigation schemes. So, when you just hear them, there's no way we're going to have an irrigation scheme in like town. So, we had, we had to go to Zomba. No, Zomba, I guess so. Um, I don't know if you guys know where Changalume Barracks is. Changalume up the mountain and then it was so far away. There was no water, no electricity. I used to sleep in this house. It was 5k per month. And I only stayed there for one month. By the way, it was 5k per month. And it was the best house in that area. And the toilet was outside. You know, it was typical village. If you've ever been at an actual village, you know, where there's no lights, no water, nothing. That's where we're staying. It was hectic, but I enjoyed it because because I didn't have electricity or water and because the network was shit, I constantly found myself having to be with my thoughts and think about my life and reevaluate everything. So it was like a good escape from reality, nonetheless. Plus, the pay was good. The pay was, whoo! The pay was amazing. I loved it. The pay was good. So, August, I was in Zomba. Early September, I was in Blanta. Then I came to Lilongwe. So, at that time, you know, I have reevaluated myself. I'm a different person. I'm happy again. Zabob's Jediwara. Everything is, is a okay at this point, you know? Okay, cool. We're having a great time. We're going out. I'm laughing. I'm with friends. And to your friend, Mr. Lanisa decided to talk to me again. He texted me. He's like, hey, baby girl, how you doing? I'm like, ah, what is this? What is this, mom? What are you doing? And I was like, um, hey, but don't call me baby girl because, you know, we're just friends. He's like, oh, I'm just calling you that because, you know, like a nickname. Like a nickname. Okay, sir. And then he continues with that way of talking to me like he was flirting, as being flirtatious. And I wasn't responding at first. <clears throat> as you can imagine, I wasn't responding at first. I think I said responding in November. But this time... Instead of just being with him, I made sure I would have with someone else. Because at this point, I had accepted good I'm in the streets and have to act accordingly. There's no way I'm just going to be with one nigga. Especially one nigga that had already done me dirty, you know? So, I was seeing someone else. I wasn't necessarily, necessarily seeing someone else. But, like, if I had the chance to see someone else, I would see them. And at the same time, I was seeing him. At this point, we were just flirting. We hadn't started doing, you know, the nasty. And this was in November. We just started flirting. We get into December 2020. Now you know how December 2020 was. Yo, it's such a hectic month. My God. You know how December 2020 was. It was it was all fun and enjoyment, great times. So that's what we we're doing. I mean, despite the fact that I was a curfew buddy, I tried my very best. I did. I tried. I went to places. I didn't go to events, but I went to like places. I went to bars. I went to um clubs i went to stomach i guess what is stomach is it a bar a lounge what is it a club what is it stomach and what do you call barbecues what is that what are those because it, it doesn't feel like a lounge because i mean where are you lounging so yeah i went to places and i was having a great time and i was having a great time with this person so you know at this point it's like bumping the nasties you know and it seems like things are getting better and we're getting back, you know? And so is the euphoria that comes with this thing. Jesus Christ, that is so loud. Can you guys hear it? I can. I can hear it so much. Okay, now comes the voices. Anyway, um, 
we're in December, we're having a great time, we're having a great time with Mr. Lannister, and things seemed like as if they're going back to place, you know, the way they were supposed to be. And at this point, I hadn't fallen head over heels with him. Like, he, I didn't feel the same way I felt for Bob, because I still actually, at this point, I, was, I still had major feelings for Bob. You know, so I, I wasn't like head over heels over him, but then I was having a great time and that's what matters, you know, enjoyment and having great times. Because when you die, you're going to tell your kids about the great times and the sad times. Of course, I wouldn't tell my kids about this story. I mean, I guess I could, considering I'm telling a bunch of strangers the story. <laughs> moving on. Take a shot every time I say moving on, because I've said it so many times. Take a shot every time I say moving on. Um... So, in December, as I said, we're having a great time. New Year's comes up, you know? New Year's Eve. So, my curfew buddies, right? And I told my mom that, yo, this is New Year's Eve. Everyone is out. You know, my little sisters and brothers, Abida, Wazinzao, you and dad are wherever you guys are. And it's just me and my cousin. Even my auntie, the maid was school overnight prayers and i wanted to go out so i was like may i please go out and she was like yeah go out but come back before one and i was like yeah don't worry in my head i was like me yeah, i'm going to come back around three i should have known i was going to come out come back before one indeed so i go out so my initial plan was to go where lannister and ryan were but for some reason i should have noticed but for some reason he wasn't responding to my messages and I don't know why that didn't take me off at first. I was just like, oh, maybe it's offline or something. We're having a great time. So I made plans with someone else. So I went to the place. But these guys, they were going out after they were done drinking there. They were going to go out to stomach and drink some more. And I did want that. I wanted to be with Mr. Lannister because in two days I was going to school. And I, you know, I wanted to spend as much time as I could with him. So I texted Ryan. I was like, where are you guys? And I was like, oh, we're in Area 18. I was like, can I come through? He was like, yeah, you, can, you guys can come through. So he came to pick me up, Ryan, that is. And we went to Area 18. And I met Mr. Lannister. And I also met the reason why he was probably not texting me. Another point. Until yesterday when I was um, sort of thinking about the story when I was writing it down. I did notice that that was the reason why he wasn't texting me. He was with a girl. Um, so he was with her and Amuchadis. And I think Kuti, he was shocked when he saw me, but not necessarily because I'm pretty sure Ryan told him, Kuti, you can't take But I don't know. His face looked as if Kuti, he was annoyed that I was there. And if you have a I'm with Ryan, we're drinking alcohol, you know, shaking bodies, dancing. Um, 12 midnight is about to come. We go outside, we see the fireworks. And I was hoping for like that white shit that people do in America where when it's 12 midnight, you kiss. And I, 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 and I was like, bro, let's go outside and see the fireworks. Like, no, I'll come through later. And I'm like, oh, okay. Pretty sure I kissed a white girl though. Anyway. We go outside, we see the fireworks, we come back inside, and, you know, I was pretty drunk, and I was angry, because I was hoping that I would kiss at that time. So, I say some things. I don't remember what I said, but I remember that I said a lot. And I didn't, I wasn't nice. So, later that night, I texted him, I was like, um, hey, bro, 
I'm sorry about what I said. I didn't mean it. I hope you understand. I was just angry. Seeing you with that other girl really got me mad. And I shouldn't have cared because, you know, you're not my boyfriend or anything. And it really doesn't matter. But, you know, since I was there for you and you're with another person, it kind of ticked me off. His response was, have a great year, Shanice. Full stop. And I was like, what is this response? And at that time, that moment, I was like, you know what, it's whatever. Let me go sleep and we'll talk about it tomorrow morning. 1st of January, Tazuga, no response. I texted him, I was like, hey, no response. 2nd of January, another hey, no response. 3rd of January, in Blanta, I'm like, bro, are you ignoring me? No response. I was like, oh, okay, I guess I've been ghosted. And that, my friend, is how I was ghosted. Can we imagine? When I said it was premeditated, do you see what I mean? This nigga ghosted me on the 1st of January. It's as if Kuti, two months before or a month before, or actually weeks before, he was like, okay, New Year's resolution. Number one, ghost Shanice. And then he ticked it on the 1st of January because, you know, he had accomplished it. Good for him, I guess. Anyway, um... <sighs> I'm pretty mad right now because every time I remember, it goes on. It makes me mad. Um, so the first two weeks of January of school, let's just say, you know, it's all about alcohol, fun, sometimes classes, I guess. So that day I went to Mandala to drink. I was with my friends. We're drinking, we're drinking, we're drinking. And then someone told me that, you know, Mr. Lannister is in Blanta. He has started working in Blanta. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, that's, that's it. it means that I'll be meeting him a lot. So that day, I got really drunk. I don't even know why we were drinking Russian beer chased with wine. I don't know who thought of this idea. It sounds like a winny thing to do. It was probably high idea, her idea, high idea, her idea, her, H-E-R, her. It was probably her idea. It sounds like a winning idea to me. But we were drinking Russian beer with wine. Okay, there was no chaser. We couldn't find chaser anywhere. We had been drinking Russian beer before. And then we wanted more. So the person who ordered the Russian beer from didn't have the Russian beer. So I ordered from someone else who didn't have chaser. You see? So we decided to get the Russian beer and wine. A bad idea. Anyway, we got really drunk. So I said, texting Ryan. I was like, bro, tomorrow we're having a thing. You should invite Mr. Lannister. I want to start some shit. I want to get over him. Blah, blah, blah. And then Ryan goes like, okay, cool. I can invite him. But you do know that. Wait for it. He has a girlfriend, right? I'm like, what do you mean? It's not even barely two weeks since he last talked to me. And you're telling me that he has a girlfriend. What? What do you mean? He's like, yeah, you know, he, he's had a girlfriend for a while now. For a while. He's had a girlfriend for a while. For a while now. I'm like, oh, okay. So as you can imagine, at this point, I'm, I'm angry. I'm, I'm seething. I'm furious. I, I, I have anger problems. And I'm holding this phone in my hand. An iPhone 10, by the way, that I had bought on my own. iPhone 10. I'm holding it. It's glass. Both sides glass. I, I need you guys to understand. I'm holding this phone in my hand and the message is right there. He has a girlfriend now. They have been dating for a while now. And I'm like, oh, okay. I really don't want to see this message. So I need this message to not be in my hand. So what do I do next? I throw the phone onto the ground. 
and there it is it lands and Zinanga, those grass there was like you know it's landing on grass it's gonna be fine and i didn't even hear the phone break but it was probably because i was drunk i go there to get my phone and my phone is shattered it's in pieces it's it's broken i mean yo it was if any of you guys have seen the picture of my phone after i broke it it was terrible and i was so mad that i could let myself go all the way to this point where i'm throwing phones onto the ground that wasn't me i don't throw phones i mean if you know me you know that i love gadgets i love tech i love tech anything so for me to reach a point where i want to break one that was a bit too much for me so boom boom boom, boom. of course the phone kept on working it's an iphone bro i mean it was still working so boom, 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 I deleted his number. I blocked him from, I didn't block him actually. He didn't deserve to be blocked. He doesn't deserve, who the fuck does he think he is for him to be blocked? I mean, disrespectful. That That's what he was, disrespectful. The least he could have done was come to me and tell me, okay, Shanice, uh, I have a girlfriend now and I want to focus on her. I would have understood. I was like, you know what? Jesus Christ, I was a side chick. Damn. I was a side chick. Huh. My. Anyway, that's that. I mean, he could have... <laughs> he could have... Jesus. <laughs> he could have... <laughs> I was a side chick, guys. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Moving on. He could have talked to me. He could have come to me the way he did in the first, the first, the first time. He could have come to me and told me that he likes another girl and he wants to be with her. And right now, I'm thinking, Woody, he had been seeing this girl since the first time he lost interest in me. Like, he had been probably like eye catching her, like noticed her then, and was like, okay, I want to focus on her. And then she probably ghosted him and treated him like trash, and was like, okay. Let me go back to Shanice. I mean, she's a, she's always available. And I am always available. <laughs> I am always av- I have so many stories on how always available I am. Ah, sure. Bob can, can, you know, Bob is my witness. He knows how available I am. So I'm pretty sure that's what happened. And then in December, they decided to, like, make it official. And then that's when he decided to ghost me. So, yeah, that's that. Um, I still meet him in clubs. But I don't really talk to him. I met him in blues this one time. And to be honest, I only talked to him to make some other guy jealous because he was there with another girl. And I was like, oh, okay, took and play this game, you know. But I really didn't want to talk to him. But yeah, we talked about, I talked to him about it. I was like, bro, um, why didn't you just tell me that you had a girlfriend? Like, why did you have to ghost me like that? He was like, oh, well, you know, he was just smiling. Because, I mean, what was he going to say? Just smiling, making no sense at all. I was like, yeah, that's what I thought. Anyway, I told him, good, I hate you and you're an asshole. Like, I don't hate him, obviously, but I told him that I didn't like him and that he was an asshole. So, yeah, guys, that is the story of how, apparently, I was a side chick. And how I got ghosted disrespectfully. How I was someone's New Year's resolution in a bad way. And just how I'm a fool. How I constantly get to be the clown 
in in a story boo-boo the fool that's what they say that's what i am it's sad that i don't know how to put on makeup i would have done that and hell i'm gonna cut this part out yeah i don't like what i just said there but i'm gonna cut it out um okay that's that's the end of the story well that's the end of today's story thank you very much for tuning in i hope you guys had this an amazing time listening to this as much as i had making it because you're I mean, just reliving this life, that, that life anyway, it was both horrific and hilarious at the same time. It's for hectic. <laughs> I hope you guys tune into the next one. I will be having my very first guest and the story is going to be a two-part, not a two-part story. Like I'm going to have a story and he or she is going to have a story and we're just going to talk about that. Like they're going to, they're going to have the same theme, you know, but yes i hope you guys understand it's gonna be very exciting very fun you guys better tune in it's please tune in and also please let me know what you guys think about um being ghosted or ghosting other people or just this whole story in general let me know what you guys think let me know how you guys think i could have handled the situation or how he could have handled the situation um you can let me know through social media on Instagram and Facebook, I am Shanice Mawa with an S. And on Twitter, I am Shanice Mawa with a C. Do not, do not ask me why. It involves a lot of jealousy and, to be honest, identity crisis. But nonetheless, thank you guys very much. Have a great day or a night. I don't know.